Oh, GM, everyone. GM, GM. Again, it's not with Farouk and OSF. It's just with cows, actually, today. Just just me and cows. I'm trying to get hold of Mika. Morning. Mika couldn't make it, seemingly. So, kind of just base takes, again, from Cowley for, for the whole week. I mean, this kind of feels like we've been doing this for 10 years. Like, if people might not know this, me and Cowley have known each other, or cows has known each other for 15, 15? years. Like me. Yeah, 15 14 years. 14 years. 14 years. 15 years. Um, oh, no, 15 years. I, if you count the very first meeting at the, it, at the interview itself. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That, that, was a, that was... How old were we then? Like 18, 17? Uh, 19, I think. 19. So, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's 14 years. Anyway. Um, yeah. Back, back. We've been doing this ever since, really. We lived together after that. So, this kind of just feels like late night chats at the... Uh, <laughs> at our dingy flats throughout the years which is yeah maybe that's what the people want to hear who knows um <laughs> you, you did seem to i think that was good of... content i yeah, think, I think people, good content you gave you good uh, compliments last week i think you um you uh you definitely speak your mind I actually i actually geared some of the topics today so you could really like go at it with uh, your with well, your views of the world baiting anyway, me basically baiting me uh Farouk is unfortunately in korea um lighting up the timeline Ovi is on a flight back to the Caribbean. What a life. Um, we, are, uh, we are sponsored by Kraken NFT again uh, for the rest of the month. You're going to be seeing a lot of content with us and them uh, coming up. Uh, Kraken.com forward slash rock radio. They're obviously making moves into the NFT marketplace uh, territory. Um, we've seen a lot of failures in that, in that world, and it's really good to see a, a proper exchange come in and put... Um, some real boots on the ground with a bunch of different collections and I, I'm positive about that I think they, they're doing it in a new strategy they're doing it in a new way and uh, I think it's uh, going to be a success we had them on the show last week you can listen in I think it was on Wednesday um, it was a good show we all get straight into stuff because it's been I don't know is it is it over it feels like it could be over <laughs> it's so over it's so over it's so fucking over man um, we were we had that exact chat I think probably about three or four times already this morning um, and then we had an hour-long conversation about whether it was over or not. I think we came to the conclusion it wasn't over, but it was—it's uh, definitely not feeling that good, is it? Um, we can get into what the main thing was really this weekend. But ETH has now dipped down to fifteen, um, maybe, maybe a little bit of a bounce, fifteen seventy-five. Wow, great! Uh, and Bitcoin is just hovering above twenty-five k. So it's—it's um, it's definitely been down about what's that five percent since. Friday show um it's feeling a little bit soggy it really kind of fell out of bed on Saturday right there was a lot of a lot of bad sentiment about what's going on FTX at the moment um it looks as though and we mentioned this last week but FTX is going to have to start selling some of their assets I think they have the final approval to start selling them uh, by this bankruptcy plan on the 13th which is on Wednesday and as we've mentioned they have hundreds of millions of dollars of soul. They have um, tens of millions of dollars of, of a number of no other alts as well as high Bitcoin holdings. But it looks like they're going to have to sell something like 100 to 200 million per week. I think their total assets is something close to 3 billion, of which Solana is the vast majority. Um, and the market suddenly woke up to it, seemingly on Saturday, and altcoins in particular got absolutely smashed. They hadn't been on a good run, I think, for the last two, three weeks. Um, I think the average altcoin was probably down about 15 to 
but they were probably down another 10 to 15% over the last three sessions. Um, and it hasn't been feeling that good. A um, lot of doomsdaying on the timeline. Um, just, yeah, just, just not feeling that, that friendly to be in. I don't know if you had a look at this, Cali, but I, I felt like it wasn't actually that bad. It just feels as I though, do. it just feels as though everyone is just, um, I don't know, scared of their own shadow at the moment. And this is a reason for us to just hammer the market for whatever reason we kind of want to. Um, it was really, it was really this this account DeFi investor that that got a lot of the um, got a lot of the uh, stuff over the weekend. They put out the first thing. Big selling pressure is potentially coming next week. FTX will likely get approval to liquidate its assets on September thirteenth. FTX had three three point four billion in crypto, and then it goes to details of what that has. It has a bunch of different altcoins. Some of these are just SAM coins, which there is no bid for. Like they're valued at that level, but there's no you know they're not getting out of them. Solana is the big one. Um, FTT, obviously, who the hell owns FTT these days? And <laughs> Bitcoin and ETH. I mean, these aren't big. These aren't. These are. I mean, I'm not saying ninety million dollars worth of ETH is not big, but it's not. It's not that big. Um, and two hundred sixty-eight million dollars uh, worth of Bitcoin. Again, it's big, but it's not. It's not that big. Um, and then they have a few others: Atos, Doge, Matic, um, which are maybe forty-two big. million of Doge. Forty-two million of Doge. That's not insignificant. I quite. That's just a random thing on the balance sheet to have. Doge has got a market cap of of nine billion. I mean, it's, yeah. not, that, it's not that big. I, I would say the big, bigger ones oh, here versus market cap are things like Aptos and and maybe like Matic. But yeah, it doesn't feel that bad to me. But and it also looks like the vast majority. He then kind of backtracked where this DeFi yeah. investor account is backtracked on this post, which blew up by the way, and basically said, "Oh, actually." They don't have that much to sell because that's most majority of their Solana is 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 still to be vested. It's got to be vested up until 2028. It's, I think it's something only like 100 to 150 million dollars worth of Sol out of that 700 million, which they could even sell. And they're talking about selling it over the course of weeks. So I don't really, I don't really know. This feels like it's not. If you actually did the work and looked through this stuff, it's not that big a deal. But um, that is what we are going to beat the market with today. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. I think I think the market is just in this frame of mind where it's like any negative sentiment has just jumped on and reason to go lower. Um, it's been like that for weeks now. And then the headline of FTX dumped on market is much more interesting and easy to action than like digging in looking at the lockup schedule looking at the vesting schedule looking at the different spread across different assets looking at what how that compares to the kind of daily trading volume etc 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 these guys have an incentive to maximize the value of the stuff they sell so i don't they don't just click market sell on the whole thing and watch it tank by 50 percent um but the market's kind of trading like that is the case i think it's just another yeah crypto's in this in this funk especially versus like every time crypto is down I'm like oh this must mean like nasdaq has sold off a lot but it's not been the case for weeks now um which i i that's why i'm led to believe that it is this sentiment driven kind of like it's so over mentality where people are just getting the caught in the spiral of negativity and negative news um yeah. And even looking through some of the positive stuff like the ETF. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what snaps a market out of that or, or if it is a snap or if it's a gradual kind of move. Um, 
but that's just the way people are behaving right now. Uh, which, yeah, if it if it doesn't change, then you know, all of a sudden you're at eighteen fifty, then you're at sixteen fifty, then you're at fifteen fifty, and then if it doesn't change, then you're at twelve fifty, and then everyone's like, oh, it really is over. So these things can actually accelerate. I think in some ways, it does feel like that in crypto. Things do accelerate. It's been. I was having a look the other. It's kind of been down only for about 12 weeks. Like we had, we had a brief like one week rises or a couple of week bounces, but then it just like slowly dips down. So it's been a long, long draining period. But there was that period where it was 11 straight weeks in 2022, which is tough. I would say yeah. this period is easily coming in as my number two for, for tough period. <laughs> um, because it just feels it's just been like a gradual chipping away at confidence. Um, yeah has not felt like good that being said like i i look at this and just go like i i don't know i see massive value in in actually massive value in eth and a few select things i can understand why altcoins get smashed in periods like this because most alts are pvp you just need them to go okay. higher but there are some you know with with like actual burn or reward processes which i think can do well and eth is even one of them you know, ETH is burning itself. Remember this. Uh, and uh, in a time where most other currencies are massively inflating. So I think also that concept of the decentralized um, currency, which is deflationary, is like just different levels of interesting in this space. You mentioned that the NASDAQ is higher. It is higher again today. Uh, one of the main things that was higher today was Tesla. Um, I know you're a bit of a Tesla bull. Um, <laughs> Did you not see my tweet this morning? No, I don't think anyone did. But yeah. the uh... <laughs> it got two likes, so somebody must have seen it, um, or two people, and then three because I looked at it myself. Um, oh, you like your own tweets? You a couple of bots yeah. and yourself liked it. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't like yourself, then why would other people like it? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Tesla's on the up, baby. So what's what's going on? What is this? Because I I I, I know they're big in. They're not. They're big in AI, but they're more big in robots, right? It feels like robotics is then is their like main thing. And then this this thing called the Dojo, the dojo. has come out today, which uh, looks like it's going to be very Un very big in that field. So what's what is it? Unrelated to the Chimpers Dojo, I believe. Um, <laughs> but, but maybe there's a maybe there's a collab to be had there. Um, maybe. Yeah. So for context and as a precursor, I have ninety four percent of my pension in Tesla stock which a pension is like the equivalent of 401k um, for exactly this reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you're doing it for like disclosure reasons or because you want to say that you're a big, big, big swing. Both, both, both. Um, yeah. And basically the premise is that, you know, self-driving car and the kind of um, the AI and computer vision, which will enable self-driving is actually the biggest use of that is in, is in kind of uh, autonomous robotics, which Elon gave a few interviews last year, which he thinks, and which he stated he thought that this would be the actual bigger product than the cars themselves. Um, and so this Dojo supercomputer is kind of the first step on that route, I think. And it's the first kind of announcement that has broadly woken up uh, the kind of mainstream media and a lot of the market about, oh, maybe there's something more going on than, than cars here. Essentially, the self-driving is just a training mechanism for AI so that they can use it in robots because robots yeah. need to be able to see, see what they're going, see what they're doing, um, learn to like pick up this box, not that box, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, and I think that this is the. Did you just drop huh? I think you may have just dropped off the, the Twitter. But um, yeah, this is what I'm reading out. I'll just share my screen again, uh, Sims. But it says uh, they think it could unlock 500 billion of value. It's a 10 trillion market just for robo taxis. Ooh. Oh, no. I think you're okay now. Yeah. Um, oh, no, there is an echo. I think he's got a, yeah. Um, it does look like robo taxis. Does anyone use RoboTaxis maybe in San Francisco? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not familiar. I think there's one, there's one company which... I, I can't remember the name of the company. There's one. I think... I personally, I think self-driving is a bit of a con. Um, like, you, they're never going to... Well, you, currently, even if you have self-driving on, mode on, you still have to, like, have a hand on the wheel so that if it fails or if something of the computer... Sh- doesn't pick up something then you can activate it and steer away from like a hazard or something um and in taxis i mean i don't know just feels like a lot a lot a lot of tech spend getting spent to solve not that big of a problem but haters are going to come at me for that but let them come um (laughs) you have 90 percent of your net worth in this stock to be clear 94 94 percent of my pension but you don't really believe the story because it's long-term play. No, I, well, I believe the story that the self-driving is just to teach the AI for the robots. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, like okay. humanoid robots, like like the film iRobot. I don't know if I'm trusting my like daughter in a robo taxi. I just don't know if I I do that. It, it's something that I just don't quite trust yet. I feel like we're probably a decade away from that actually happening, at least, right? Or am I wrong? Yeah, but. Does yeah, I feel- can't even access. I can't even access this these stocks for twenty years, twenty five years, right? So that's kind of perfect. Perfect. Yeah, it does. Um, oh my god. Four one k. It feels like, despite macro doing well, ETH is on its way to zero. It's at fifteen sixty right now, uh, and Bitcoin is clinging on to twenty five k by a thread. Um, it does feel like looking around for what else is causing this weakness is not going to happen. It does feel like stocks. Everything's doing a bit of okay today. Nasdaq's up half a percent. Uh, rest of stocks are up higher. Bonds are bonds are slightly wider, uh, higher, but yeah, who knows? Um, away from that, NFTs. What's going on in crypto that actually does seem to be active again? Frentech seems to uh, have overtaken NFT volumes. NFT volumes are hitting you know successive lows again at the moment. Um, it is a little bit tough, I think, to be in the NFT space. But Tyler, who is a great follower in the space, um, runs Lucky Trader. Uh, Frentech trading volume was 12.3 million yesterday. Total NFT trading volume on ETH was just 9.15 million. Um, it, it, I think I saw another tweet by Punk9059. They seem to go back and forth a lot on, uh, on data. Uh, but saying that this is the third time that's actually happened. Um, let's have a look. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. Did I do it? Yeah, there we go. Uh, this one. Heighten that friend tech. This is actually the third time it's happened. Um, and I don't know. feels like there's stuff going on there. It does. Um, we're not saying it's not a, a Ponzi. Well, NFTs are a Ponzi. We're not saying that this this can't. This is a way to financial freedom. I'm just saying that people are on that app. I, I can see it. I'm in a few chat chat rooms. You can, you can just see the conversations are happening. I thought that was kind of a bright spot even for crypto. Like that is a big... Target addressable market if they get it, if they get something like this right, but at the moment it feels like there's still a lot of questions about it. But um, it's dominating volumes. 
what's your view on is it sustainable? That's the key with all of this stuff. Like, you know, it did more fees than like the Ethereum network in a certain 24-hour period or whatever. But if the Ethereum network, the, the great thing about the Ethereum network versus everything else that's come and gone is that it's still here. And I think that is like so important in this space. When in this space or in any other tech space where there's new things coming out all the time, and mm. everything is new and exciting for the first few weeks, but it's about that like month, six months, year, two years, three years, five years. And do you think it, this can sustain to that kind of level or not? I think the fees will have to come down substantially for it to do that. It's like a ten percent entry and exit fee to for this app. Yeah. Um, and I think that only makes sense when there's an airdrop. And an airdrop that people will think will be valuable, um, which I think this could be like a you know hundreds of million dollar airdrop. I, like if Blur came in as high as it did, I think something like this could come in tens of millions, maybe like a hundred million, something like that. I do think that that's yeah. a fully market value of something like this. So I do think that's people will play the game and be happy to lose some money if they think they're going to make net that amount. We've seen that with Blur farmers, right? Totally, um, totally. But but I do think. For this to be a long-term sustainable platform, that's too high. That's just way too high. So I think it's going to have to come yeah. down. That bombing curve is going to have to be far less aggressive. And I actually think, in some ways, there was some there was some criticism actually because there was a there was an OnlyFans creator who left the platform. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the... I did not own keys or subscribe. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I think Cyrus maybe posted about that um, over the weekend, but basically said. <laughs> pretty damning if I'm honest um, OnlyFans girls who keys, whose keys are down 90 cents for the high announced she's leaving friend debt because it's a crypto circle jerk more on why I'm leaving I don't believe in this app because it'll just it's just a crypto circle jerk and we'll die there there is no longevity <laughs> for creators unless the crypto cronies I really try to understand the space etc but I just don't see the future influencers can grow but I've yet to see any influencer who wants to sad their name for a few trading fees when crypto is considered to boost space and posting different hot picks here isn't going to do it people are broke on OnlyFans even sponsors are broke everyone's broke this economy sucks no normies are going to save it wow uh, so enjoy it it was death fun but I see it from the outside. It's so over. Um, no, it's so, so it does feel like that is legitimate. I actually read that and I was like, I get it. And I, I don't think understand that, what she's saying. She's basically saying that no one's going to come here because number one, there is, I mean, it's still a little bit difficult. Like my wife over the weekend was like, oh, can I go on to Frentech? And she was like, but you have to set up my account. I was like, that is just, you know, you don't want to have that. You want to have somebody who yeah. just feels comfortable in doing something like that. So I still think there's there's barriers to entry and people um, doing that sort of stuff, which is what she's also saying. But I also think that it's a it's a, it's a, it's an expensive platform for what it is. It's an expensive platform, which is a crypto circle jerk right now about an airdrop, and you can feel yeah. it in some of the chat rooms because everyone's talking about how to maximize their airdrop value. What it has to turn into to be lo- like actually work long term is not just be about that. And I, there are there are rooms which aren't, aren't about that. And I think, I do you think, think but do you think it can go like survive past the airdrop? My my gut says no. I think it can. Remember, remember, Paradigm are not idiots, right? There's airdrop one. There's airdrop two. There's yeah, airdrop two. <laughs> season three. Season three. Season three. Like they, they know what they're doing. Um. Anyway, 
There are the other big thing for macro this week, and we didn't uh, quite talk about it before, is what's going on in inflation. There are two big, well, there's there's a few different data points this week. Wednesday and Thursday are the days to look out for. They are around um, CPI, PPI, and retail sales all happening in the US. That is that is consumer impl- inflation, producer inflation, and uh, and then um, retail sales, which is quite big for in the US. Oil at the moment is looks like it's heading above 100 again, which is a real big risk for what's going on in the inflation narrative around the world. Everyone was hoping that the Fed would be able to reduce rates. Um, there is an expectation that inflation will go up to 3.6%. Uh, part of that is driven by a rise in commodities again. What do you think about the global oil market, Cas? Tight, tight. It's um, uh, yeah, the Goldilocks scenario of you know everything going right. The oil market is basically uh, lots of people who don't usually get along, shall we say, trying to get along for economic cooperation, like you know, U.S. and Russia, like Saudi and Iran. Um, lots of smaller producers as well who have either uh, regional differences or something like that. And, you know, sometimes it works really well and it kind of all moves together slowly but surely. At the moment, I just feel like the whole thing is so fragmented and so moving in opposite directions. And when you couple that together with um, the U.S. draining the strategic petroleum reserve to like levels I think never seen before, or like very, very low anyway. And Biden not giving, not drilling as much, and not giving new leases, and all this kind of stuff, just feels like a recipe for disaster. I don't know, in terms of yes. it going up much, much higher. So I think I put this out maybe yesterday. Um, the U.S. Strategic Oil Reserve, which is uh, which is basically what the U.S. keeps in reserve in case shit gets really bad, is now at the lowest level since 1983. Uh, it's 40 years. Um, and is that, just, is that when they were stocking it to begin with as well so that's like, like <laughs> on the way up it kind of does this is only part of the strategic reserve so that the, the much bigger one is the commercial one that you hear um, reported about each week and people trade off the back of that um, but yeah this basically what happened is when everyone decided they were going to hike oil prices the US started, started dipping into this they don't have that much left so it's not looking great I think oil could easily head above 100 here. Um, I think Saudi Arabia is in, incredibly keen on that happening because they are going to do a big sale of their big oil company, um, the a big equity sale of, uh, of that Aramco, yeah, in, in the in the coming months. So the price of oil being high, it's very important for that. I think they're trying to do another 50 billion or something like that. So um, I think it also people- helps, kind of, you know, it helps Russia because they're selling oil across the world, whether meant to be or not. Um, it's bad for the Biden administration because one way to not get reelected is to put the price of oil up or put the price of gasoline at the pump up. Um, and all these guys know that, right? Like the Saudis know that, the Russians know that. Um, and the US foreign policy under Biden has not been particularly uh, respectful, maybe is the right word, to people like Saudi. Um, so they're turning up the, the pressure a little bit. Yeah, I think uh, you're, you're right in that it's a bunch of people not being friends with each other. And over the last two two years, they've become even worse friends with each other. So the chance of them <laughs> coming together and somehow solving this seems low. Um, I think Biden will probably continue to dip into that reserve given it's heading into an election cycle. But Of course, um, of course. That goes without saying for me. 
But I don't it, know it, at what level you you can't like. I I vaguely remember there be, there being kind of a strategic point where you you'd have to have whatever it is, hundred and fifty thousand well, barrels in there in case like the world economy shuts down or something like that. The higher oil goes, remember, the more naturally uh, shale is coming back onto the market. It feels like um, so. It does feel like there is there is some structural changes here. Remember, as oil goes higher, more people are uh, dig well will 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 want to bring it out of the ground, and uh, that normally has a self correcting policy. But yeah, there's a lot of oil in the US. There is there is unbelievable amounts. So it is still surprising to me that they. They would be so worried about something like this. Um, anyway, that was a that was just a point to watch out for this week. Uh, it could mean surprise inflation, which again could mean macro goes lower and crypto is going to zero. Um, and then the first <laughs> one that I saw that I saw today was uh, was gaming. Um, I don't know if you saw, but Animoca Animoca seemingly got some investment from Saudi Arabia. Um, recently, there was another headline that Saudi Arabia was looking to strategically move into blockchain and gaming. Um, and then I saw today that Mochaverse, which is their Metaverse-style project, uh, raised... Um, oh, no, that was yesterday. That was uh, a swoosh joining. Clearly, that was probably linked to, to this raise. But they, they raised $20 million, um, which yeah. was high. Like, I haven't seen a raise like that from an NFT... Oh, maybe I got the wrong thing. Um, Mochaverse. Uh, yeah. Hi. Um, it looks like it's, you know, they haven't really said who, uh, CCM Global, um, Sky Mavis, obviously he's buying Axie Infinity, who's very, very close to yet to these people. CCN, CC Global. Oh, God, this looks like a, ooh. <laughs> like a classic VC website, doesn't it? Um, anyway, that's high. Um, it does feel as though also the other big token that's been up recently is this Prime token, which is linked to Parallel. Um, what do you think about crypto gaming? Do you think we're going to have a... That's going to be the, the bright spot of 2023 slash 24? It feels very intuitive to me um, that, you know, you can't have in-game... You can't have virtual worlds without virtual economies. I think, but the design of those and avoiding the temptation for them to have Ponzi nomics is very difficult for people who, for game developers, for game owners, for IP owners. Um, everybody's out to maximize their own kind of cut of the pie and gamers often lose out because of that, I think. Um, like when I, was a, when I was a kid, that you could level up swords on like, uh, RuneScape, for example, and then sell them on eBay, and you can you, know, you could buy FIFA Ultimate points on eBay. Um, so when I thought of NFTs as gaming items, uh, this it immediately took me back there and, and made a lot of sense. Um, but it just the people involved need to design economies and mechanisms for earning that aren't just economics or play to win, like oh sorry, a pay to win. Um, yeah. Where you know you, I, you know I'm a uh, Asset Which rich, fine, poor, 50-year-old. I think some of them are, but a lot yeah, are not. It's a little bit dated now because Animoca got a lot of crap for that, right? And as did, as did yeah, yeah. For, for just pushing the play-to-earn metric. I think they're now they're thinking stuff in a different way. I mean, I hope uh, we, I think Yak, who came on the show a bunch of times, well, just once, actually, but he was unbelievably smart when he came on. I think he gets 
that that's just not what the market wants. So I, totally. I, I think this is a 20 million raise now do a play to earn model, I think. No, play to win. Oh, sorry, I meant in terms of like, if I'm asset rich yeah, cash, win. or a time poor, I can just buy the best gun and kill everyone in the game. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting and you have to design the economy to support it properly. But um, I think it can be a right spot. I'll be interested to know what they're going to spend this on because... There was a, another great post about all of the previous kind of crypto gaming firm, firms that had raised capital and none of them or very few of them of the big raises have really followed through with kind of really meaningful product launches. Um, so, yeah, I'm on the lookout for actually meaningful product launches rather than meaningful raises at this point. Yeah. Well, Mochaverse NFTs are up about 80% on the week. So people, people did see this as valuable. Animoca is a huge company, obviously. They're clearly going to be around in the years to come. Um, so, yeah, maybe it's an interesting play. Um, That's why I was a little bit surprised about the raise itself, though, because Animoca is so big, right? Like, why don't they just fund it themselves? Good question. Maybe maybe things aren't as good as Animoca that we thought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they uh, haven't got 20 million. Oh, shit. Yeah, maybe it's just like cross. I don't know. It's a good point. I mean, Animoca definitely have 20 million. I think they just invested sort of that amount in like Tiny Tap or something like that, didn't they? Uh, yeah. About that a few months ago. So, um, surprising. Maybe let's grill, grill them on that. Anyway, let's to Alien Queen, who is going to be our Stubbs artist of the week. Um, obviously, a massive friend of the, uh, of the show. Um, hi, hi. Hey, how are you, Alien Queen? Yeah. I'm good. Uh, how are you guys doing? We are doing awesome. Um, unfortunately, OSF is flying. I don't think you even realized that you were coming on this week, as I'm sure you didn't really realize you were coming on I this didn't week. really realize either. <laughs> you uh, guys know me. <laughs> yeah, you texted me about 15 minutes before the show being yeah. like, oh, crap. Oh, I um, yeah. <laughs> but it is awesome to have you on. Obviously, um, me and you and OSF and Cal, so to a certain extent, go way back in the yeah. So we, we go back all the way to the start of DGENs, really. Yeah. Um, and uh, various different projects, we've seen you see massive success in the space uh, across one of ones. We obviously did uh, a project together um, called Tabs, which is just a great project and yeah. kind of based uh, uh, in the Discord, um, which I'm a big fan of. And uh, yeah, we, we, were, we are super excited to have you on as our Stubbs Artist of the Week. We didn't do Stubbs last week. Um, by the way, the code for today at uh, Rogue Radio for Stubbs, Stubbs is Alien Queen, all caps. Alien Queen, all caps. If you want to go on there, you'll be able to claim your Stubbs for today. But yeah, how are you doing, Alien Queen? What are you, what are you doing? Um, and uh, have you, is, this, is the piece up? I think it's maybe been Yes, maybe. it is. Have you seen it? It's pretty cool. I, I didn't get the chance, but I'll let me okay. Now. Okay. Yeah, talk us through what you're what you're doing at the moment and what, what, what you've been doing for the last maybe uh, month or two. Okay. Yeah. So I'm working on something with um, I'm part of the Outliers program with Transient Labs, uh, with Proof and Kevin Rose. Um, so I'm working on actually a massive dynamic NFT piece. Um, it's really wow. ambitious, so I can't wait um, to share with you guys. Um, with that. So it's taking like a really long time because I have all these ideas with it. So hopefully it'll be, everyone will enjoy it <laughs> when I release it. And yeah, then, um, are, uh, yeah, uh, really good. 
they do some great projects alongside artists in the space. So that sounds that sounds awesome. I didn't, I didn't realize that was alongside um, Moonbirds as well or Kevin Rose. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, I'm pretty backed up on that. And then um, I I think I'm going to be doing uh, an exhibit in Dubai with Art and Space Gallery next oh, wow. year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Have you been so, to Dubai? I've never been there, so I'm oh, excited. That'd be fun. I think they do some really good art events. Um, they've got a, like a real art community out there. I know they know they've hosted a bunch of events. I think Art Week in Dubai is always like a big event. Yeah. Um, Obi went there last year or this year. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. um, so, but that's it. I just am trying to pace myself. Um, yeah. You've had a busy because... year so far. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sally, coming to the rec show? In yes, I can't wait to get wrecked with you guys. I need it. <laughs> I think we all need it, right? Like, yeah, we all need it. So everybody's really wrecked. Everybody's yeah. wrecked. I think they always do better during bear markets than they do during bull markets. Then everyone's just surprised that people have even shown up. You know, that's 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 the utility. Um, yeah. But yeah, this piece is awesome. I didn't I didn't even see it until now. This is <laughs> wrecked morning. So, yes, kind of an ode to Rec Guy at the same time. It's ode to Rec Guy. It's ode to the the whole market right now, um, and the bear market, everything. But we're still around, so we're not dead yet, right? So yeah, we're still around. <laughs> not on the outside. Not on the outside, anyway. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just on the inside. Is this but what? Feel... Is, so is this meant to be what Rec Guy looks like under the hoodie? Is that yeah. Kind of... Oh wow! Yeah, oh, nice. I do like that. Hmm. But I we're still like around, right? Cool. Yeah. 100%, you know, still here. It's drinking it's wrecked coffee. It's wrecked coffee. I was like, is that soup or is that? Okay, cool. It could be I anything. I just drew Mushroom some tea. massive mug and I was like, it's like toxic wrecked juice, probably. Yeah, we used to start serving that at the, at the wreck shows. I think. Well, oh my God, uh, well, that'd be awesome. Well, we kind of are, right? There's wrecked juice. Yeah, we are. Just, we are having it. There's some stuff coming. Um, we should maybe, maybe go into your, your history as an artist a little bit, like maybe for the audience who don't don't know you, like maybe, maybe a bit of background and, and how you got okay. into this, this style. Um, it would be really cool to hear. Yeah, so I've always been an artist uh, my whole life. I went to school for animation and everything. Um, and then heard about the NFT space and was like, wow, this is really awesome. It does give an opportunity to digital artists like me and then join the space. Um, I started off doing like psychedelic Cambodian, like part of my culture, um, did that. And then people like that as well. But then I, I'm going to have to say when DGENs came out, it really released my true self, like me as a person and personality. And I thought like, wow, I really relate to this community. So I entered the competition did the crazy DGENs that went viral. And yeah. then after that, I just felt really free. I mean, I would thank you guys for having DGENs. And then I just started to be myself. And, you know, I'm, I love psychedelics and weed and everything and skate culture, the 90s, Beavis and Butthead. And then... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I've always wanted to be like a comic book artist or work at Adult Swim. All that stuff. So I started to illustrate my experiences or my feelings, but, but by using characters. Um, so you can wow. see 
and the girls are like based on me and then I just trip them out like you know they're all me even the skeletons and everything um because underneath it all we're skeletons right so I just yeah so I just tried to well I wanted people to relate with me um and relate with the skull characters as well you know mm. so yeah like that's how i draw my feelings <laughs> this life and death uh, series that you did recently they've you you've got no no one of ones for sale on super at the moment they've they've all gone um yeah i'm sold out the life and death series that was because i was part of the super rare path ah. super so three people um won those so that's a cool yeah those are really series cool. yeah wow congrats well this is Thank um you. this is awesome some of these some of these recent sales i haven't even gone to a page for a while They're, they've all gone i remember you said a couple of months ago you thought you thought oh no everything's gone so quiet and now everything's gone so massive. yeah <laughs> um you're obviously pacing yourself right mm-hmm so, All yeah. right, so, so that's that's even better for for everyone in the Stubbs community. Like, there are no alien queen alien queen pieces for sale apart from tabs and this uh, this limited edition mint. So, uh, make sure you claim yep. your stuff. Alien queen um, is is the code for today, and uh, I'll double check how many are going to have to be burned for them to them to be crazy. Yeah. But this feels like um this feels like it's going to be an awesome awesome mint for us. Thank you so much for for coming on. I know I know you're 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 busy today um and that's why yeah. it work but it's been an absolute pleasure and and maybe i don't know we'll we'll definitely mention you again on friday if you want to come back up on friday we'd uh okay. we'd have you and talk, talk through anything else during the mint process sure that's awesome yeah i'll try to join right. on friday i'll talk to you soon okay but i can't wait to see you guys really in london yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be weeks away we are. We I are know. So we're gonna we're gonna yeah. go hard in London. You went hard last year, so it's gonna be a. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was so fun last year. This year will be a blast. I can't Cali, wait. Cal didn't make it last year, so it's gonna be his first wreck. I saw him. In I'm not there this year either. Oh, really? You're not. <laughs> <laughs> last year I was on my honeymoon, and this year I'm on my baby moon. So. Are you even? Oh, congrats! Yeah, I have actually told Michael this several times, but you know. His listening ability is uh, is low. Yeah, is I low. did see you in New York. Oh yeah, that was your first. Yeah, I New saw York you in Paris. Paris. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so at least I did see you. Yeah. yeah, I do show up sometimes, not all the time. <laughs> I think I feel like if you go to every party, people get used to you. And they're like, kind of like, eh. you know, yeah, maybe- you need to like. At least maybe that's just because I have bad conversation, but I think people only need to see me like 50% of the time. I, it is exciting <laughs> when I see you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, Aileen okay. King, thank you so much for coming, and we will, we will see Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. We've actually got one more sure. person we're going to bring up. Um, Michael Kucher, who was a Stubbs artist in the recent past. I believe is in the audience. Oh, he's in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting in the back. Great yes, to see right. you, Mando GM. I thought you nice were. Nice to meet you, Carl's. <laughs> hey, man. How's it going? Good unfortunately, good. it's a pretty much of a different lineup than last time you came. Uh, Farouk is unfortunately away, and so is OSF. But I hear you very, very kindly have done an airdrop for everyone who owns uh, one of your pieces on the Stubbs, Stubbs collection. Mm-hmm. Um, do you maybe want to talk, talk us through that? And is that is that another Stubbs piece, or is it is it something separate? 
Um, no, it's actually um, the sketch for the for the lab for the for the, for oh, the piece. Go. Yeah. Right. So it's it's kind of like the initial kind of uh, line drawing that always. This is how you know the initial stage before all the detail or the paint uh, or digital paint comes in. And uh, I thought it's it's nice to have for the for the collectors as a you know almost like a mini collection. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's um that's awesome. So we have we have your the original sketch. I'm trying to find where the where the oh there it is. Um, so you have the Wow. Yeah, this is so cool. All right. So you, for, for the 22 people who, who claimed, you now get to have the, uh, the original sketch. Um, this, is, this is kind of the sort of stuff that we can do with stuff, which is, which is really, really cool. Once you have a, a very small group of collectors or group of collectors, you can reward them with, with the pieces. And Michael, look, we love that piece. Thank you so much for, Thank you. for coming back. I know we missed you on Friday last week, but um, no, it's no cool that you <laughs> and Alien Queen both on the same show. I, 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 Alien Queen oh, had to no, Love Alien, Alien Queen's work, so uh, I'm. It's pretty cool to be the stuffs artist between Corey and Alien Queen, and uh, yeah, we're going. Also, also, we're going really hard. going hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, this has been quite banger after banger, which I uh, which I'm really 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 happy about. And yeah, thank you so much for doing the airdrop. I know Corey's doing some cool stuff with his as well. So for the audience, just you know, make sure you're claiming these. Uh, this is a really cool uh, thing we've now had. I think well, dozens of of amazing artists who come on the show, and uh, that they're, they're now air dropping awesome stuff or allowing you to do cool stuff with your stubs. So make sure you're checking out Rug Radio uh, forward slash stubs or just stubs on OpenSea. Um, thanks, thanks so much again, Michael. Um, really appreciate you coming back. Okay, look, I think that is going to be the show for today. Um, uh, we are going to be back again tomorrow. I think it's going to be maybe. Us plus OSF or Mika if she if she responds, but but we're definitely gonna have three co-hosts I think tomorrow. Um, <laughs> this felt good. This felt like what we normally chat about for years. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The easiest but, job in the world when you've been doing it for uh, over a decade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> might as well just be in the same room. But um, yeah, <laughs> each week yeah. we'll tell your friends that we are not so bad. Make sure you follow cows. Give him more than two likes on his post every single day. Um, we need to get, we need to bump those numbers up. <laughs> All right, uh, we will see you tomorrow. We've been GM3, GM Web3 powered by Kraken NFT. Um, check out kraken.com for staff rug radio. Thanks again. <laughs>